The cemetery ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. Catholic Charities Schreiber Center for Human Services is now open in Round Lake. Due to the pandemic, we are limited in the number of in-person programs that we currently can provide. However, a food pantry is open twice a week and a Wednesday night supper is held with to-go meals every week. A wide range of senior services are now offered as well. If we can assist you or someone you know, please call us at 847-546-5733. That's 847-546-5733. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Hello to everyone, and welcome to another broadcast of Diakonia, a call to service. Diakonia is the Greek word for service. It's also the root word for deacon. My name is Deacon Richard Hudzik, and I'm privileged to serve the Archdiocese of Chicago as vicar for deacons in the office of the diaconate. I also am assigned to work and pray with the good people at Mary Mother of Divine Grace in Westchester, Illinois. And as usual, joining me in the studio today is Deacon David Brensick, the Associate Director of the Office of the Diaconate, and who also serves as Deacon at Holy Guardian Angels Parish in Brookfield and LaGrange Park. Good day to you, Deacon David. Hello, Richard. Hello, everyone. And this show is uh, uh, offered to us, allowed to us, uh, graciously by the Archdiocese of Chicago. Uh, so that we might share with you some of the doings uh, of the diaconate. It is to illustrate God's call to service is for all of God's people and not only for the, the deacons. So this is a show by deacons, but it's not really, uh, it's a show not to pat us on the back, uh, but it's to invite others to walk with us on these, uh, these adventures in, in service. And so for today's show, we've invited uh, two guests, and both of whom can uh, speak to uh, being in the field, uh, putting, uh, what is the expression, where the rubber meets the road in terms of homelessness and issues related to this. And so joining us, uh, joining Dave and me, is uh, we have uh, Deacon Bob Conlon 
and Tina Rounds. And both of them, as I say, are active in the homelessness question. Bob works with PADS, and Tina works with BEDS. Uh, and we'll unpack those acronyms in a second. But, uh, Bob, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, that's good. Success. Tina, are you out there in Radioland? Yes, I am. Hello. Oh, oh, good, good, good day to you both. So um, just a few preliminaries uh, from, from, from each of you, just so the audience gets to know a little bit about you. Uh, Bob, your, your, your year of ordination, and uh, do you have a parish assignment? Uh, I was ordained just short of five years ago, 2016, uh, by our uh, cardinal. Uh, I serve at St. Stephen Deacon and Martyr in Tinley Park, Illinois. Okay, and do you have a day job, so to speak? I do. I, I work for a multinational professional engineering and design firm. Okay, and uh, I understand that the, the call of duty there may take you away from us uh, before we conclude. So if you, if you need to drop off, uh, Bob, you know, thanks for your uh, well, I, I, do, I do have a scheduled uh, online conference call at 10.30, but I'll hang in as okay. long as I can. All right. No, that, that's good. It's <laughs> good. I just wanted to acknowledge that uh, we didn't pull the plug on you. You pulled the plug on us. If you... <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. So anyway. All right. And Tina, um, tell us something about yourself. Uh, well, I'm Tina Rounds. I'm currently the executive director of Beds Plus. Um, I... I've been involved with the agency about 15 years, the first five years um, as a church-based volunteer, and the last 10 as the director. And I've spent the last 27 years in nonprofit work. Okay. Well, good, good. And you're a uh, Western sub- Suburbanite, uh, is, that, is that fair to yes. say? Yes. Yes. I grew up in St. Sinferosa's parish in the city. Okay, okay. I've <laughs> uh, made my confirmation um, at Our Lady of the Ridge in Chicago Ridge, um, but I married a Baptist, so I'm, <laughs> I uh, currently go to an evangelical Lutheran church okay. in uh, LaGrange. Okay, well, good, good, good. Now, I, at, the, at the outset, I said we we're going to talk about homelessness, and I, uh, let me just ask, is that a fair, a fair term to describe what were what beds and pads are about. I mean, is that uh, am I? There's a complex of issues here. Am I am I right? Right. Um, it you know tip, the the term really is people or individuals experiencing homelessness. But in a broader sense, what we're talking about are you know the issues of poverty, affordable housing and, you know, safety net services overall and how those manifest themselves in communities. Okay. All right. So it's, uh, it's, it's a bigger, it's a complex uh, set of, uh, set of, set of issues. Um, I I promised we would uh, explain to the folks uh, what PADS uh, represents or what uh, the acronym means. And also we'll do the same thing for BEDS. Uh, Bob, what's, what's PADS? Well, The acronym stands for Providing Advocacy, Dignity, and Shelter. Okay. And and, uh, and Tina, BEDS? BEDS stands for Building Ecumenical Discipleship Through Shelter. Okay, that's cool. Now, I just, uh, I'm I'm laughing at myself. When I was uh, Googling, uh, I knew the website for BEDS was BEDS Plus, but it's beds-plus.org. Yes. If you leave out the hyphen, you you can buy uh, the, the post, posturpedic or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
So, so beds-plus.org is the uh, is the website. Now I'm going to turn first to pads, just as I mentioned that Bob might have to drop off before we 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 finish this. Um, now, Bob, what is your connection with with pads? What uh, how are you involved? Well, you know, for a number of years, um, my parish has been working with PADS, uh, providing volunteers to staff uh, an emergency shelter. Uh, We work at uh, a shelter in Matson at St. Lawrence O'Toole Parish. Uh, The first, second, and fifth Fridays of the month uh, from fall to spring. And we provide staffing for that shelter, uh, meals for the clients or guests, as you prefer. Um, we supervise the shelter. We provide a, a hot breakfast and a, a bag lunch uh, for the guests as they leave. And PADS is uh, found throughout the metropolitan area, right, Bob? Yes. The, the PADS group that I'm involved with is South Suburban PADS. Um, so it, it covers an area roughly, say, from Oak Lawn on the north to Ford Heights on the south. Uh, from Tinley Park on the west to Chicago Heights on the east. Okay. Now, um, your parish, St. Stephen Deacon and Martyr, has had the uh, the, the Friday the Friday shift. Um, Correct. And that's at uh, St. Lawrence O'Toole. The, the other, and I, I guess we, we need to distinguish. We're talking. Uh, uh, Pre-COVID uh, for the for the shelter is, is that right, or is it is it ongoing as we speak during the COVID pandemic? Well, no, it it is pre-COVID pandemic. Um, with the with the pandemic, the shelters based the emergency shelters were basically forced to close because of social distancing requirements, and you know to prevent the spread of the uh, virus. Okay. Right now, uh, South Suburban Pads is housing. Uh, its guests in a motel mm-hmm. in Calumet City. Now, when uh, I guess in 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 days past, pre-COVID, and in the days to come, post-COVID, whenever that might be, um, the the structure of the uh, sheltering was seven nights a week, but that your your group took care of one one of those nights. Is that is that how that works? Yes, um, the the South Suburban Pads does have uh, 14 sites. Uh, most of those sites, uh, I believe, if not all of those sites, are at faith-based uh, institutions, uh, churches, and, and the like. Uh, and it is seven days a week. Uh, as I said, we we staff the St. Lawrence O'Toole site uh, two to three Fridays, uh, you know, month. And so then the other 14 sites rotate uh, through a monthly yeah. schedule or something like that? Right. Some, some sites uh, are for females only. Uh, some are male only. So um, it, it, different days of the week, different sites, and there is a rotation, a set rotation that's established. I'm just wondering, is that um, you need to know if, if you have an ongoing or a chronic uh, uh, homelessness issue for yourself. I mean, you, you need to be nimble enough to go from place to place, uh, night by night. Is that 
Well, PADS does have a, a small shuttle bus mm-hmm. that they they use to move their clients uh, from place to place, and that shuttle bus will bring uh, those clients to the shelter of the day, shall we say, mm-hmm. um, in the evening, uh, and drop them off, and then we'll pick them up, you know, again in the morning when that shelter closes. Okay. All right. And what's what's a typical uh, uh, number of, of folks on uh, a given night pre-COVID? Well, again, it, it'll depend somewhat on the size of the facility. Okay. All right. Um, we at uh, at St. Lawrence O'Toole, given fire code and, and the like, we're limited to a total of 60 people guests and staff. Okay. All right. And we're going to uh, head off to a break and we'll, we'll pick up the conversation when we come back. Stay tuned for further conversation on sheltering. Are you Catholic Charities After Supper Visions program offers guests of our Tuesday night supper the opportunity to learn the art of photography. These talented guests who are often experiencing homelessness are offered disposable digital cameras and they work with volunteer professional photographers to learn the basics of taking photos. Then the artists go out and capture images on film of anything they find to be beautiful or interesting in the world. Their photos are amazing. Visit AfterSupperVisions.com to learn more about the artists and their artwork. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, too. At After Supper Visions, we are developing film, talent, and hope. The Word Made Clear is exactly what its name implies. It's an easy-to-understand explanation of the Word of God, the Gospel. Hello, I'm Father James McElhone, Director of Biblical Formation for the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'd like to invite you to take our free online Bible study program, by going to thewordmadeclear.org. Our website offers an audio-based guide to the Gospels of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Listen to my lectures and follow along with the handouts provided. There are even discussion guides. You can also explore the biblical roots of the Mass. And there are links to a wide variety of biblical sources that will benefit both teachers and students of the Sacred Scriptures. Just go to wordmadeclear.org to experience our free online Bible study program. Again, it's free at wordmadeclear.org. It's the Word of God. Enjoy. And we are back. Deacon Richard Hudzik, Deacon David Brensick speaking today with Tina Rounds of Beds, the Beds organization, and also with Deacon Bob Conlon, uh, who is a participant volunteer for Pads. Um, Bob, before we uh, we, we turn uh, to Tina, I just, a couple questions for you. One is, um, I, I did your homework for you. the The website for for Pads is sspads.org. Am I am I right there? Yes. And that's going to give me. Or anybody who might be interested in in helping or volunteering, uh, some some contact information. So, sspads.org. Yes, and I saw you've got something called the South Tier 
uh, which is uh, on a place uh, on Lincoln Highway in Chicago Heights, and then the Wellness Center in Country Club Hills. Those are two uh, physical office sites for for pads, I gather. Correct. Okay. Yeah, the, the the main office is in Chicago Heights. Uh, the Wellness Center in Country Club Hills uh, has a variety of services there, including it uh, has some actual uh Permanent housing, supported mm, okay. housing at that facility. Okay. All right. So, Bob, what you know, your, your involvement in in pads. What has that meant to you for your faith over the years? Well, you know, it, it's a humbling experience, uh, to be honest with you. I mean, it when you meet the the folks who come to the shelter, um, you. You can see in them some who, for probably a lack of a better way of saying it, our, our social safety net has failed. Mm-hmm. Um, these are people who have um, mental health-type issues or addiction-type issues and have had problems in life as a result. Some are, are there because of you know a bad break or two. Um, yeah. In talking with with the clients that come, many of them have families and, and families that do have a, a traditional family structure and home life, but yet these individuals are not part of that. So it, when you look at that, I mean, for me personally, I say, you know, there but for the grace of God, go I. Um, having a strong family, having a good support network of friends and others can be the difference between being a guest in an emergency uh, shelter like PADS offers or having a good home life. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's good. Bob, we're, we're inspired by your, by your work and, you know, most grateful that you uh, just speaking uh, – from the perspective of the office of the diaconate, we're we're proud that uh, that you represent us so well, and that uh, the the folks you work with, uh, you know, it's I know it's not only you, but the others at uh, St. Stephen uh, Deacon and Martyr, and the the folks you encounter, um, you know, job well done, I guess. So, you know, thank you, thank you for representing us and uh, showing us the way in that. So, well, I, I've been I've been doing this for five years, and I'm the rookie. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. 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 All right. Um, now I want to turn to to Tina. Uh, now Tina, you explain what BEDS is. What's what's that acronym again? It's um, Building Ecumenical Discipleship Through Shelter, and the vision of the original uh, originating group was that through the act of sheltering, we would disciple to one another. We would disciple to the homeless, and they would disciple to us. Okay, uh, and you. Uh, you, you mentioned a history. How long has BEDS been, been around? Just over 30 years, 32 years since oh. our first sheltering day. <laughs> okay, that's, that's, that's quite a stretch of time. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and you are the executive director. Right. And mm-hmm. what, what does that mean? What do you what do, you do for BEDS? Um, you know, primarily um, my role is administrative. You know, I'm the public-facing person. I you know, do the execution of strategic plans, manage the board, do much of the fundraising, and then, you know, I'm responsible for growth initiatives, making sure that there there's integrity in our service delivery, delivery and 
we make good on any contracts that we have. <laughs> mm, okay. Now, Tina, you know, Beds has really expanded its services over the years. What are some of the things now that uh, that they're offering? We started as a sheltering program, and that's still at the heart of what we do is, you know, provide shelter for folks who are find themselves literally homeless. Um, but we have expanded um, our footprint overall. We cover from uh, about Berwyn to Tinley Park. So we're, we're really southwest, the full southwest suburban community and active participant in what's called the continuum of care, which is that network of agencies all doing a similar thing, including South Suburban Pads. We work really closely with South Suburban Pads. All right, and Tina, um, we're gonna, Tina let, me, let me jump in here. We're going to head to a break, and then we're going to oh, un- sure. unpack the, the, the rest of uh, the good work that, that Beds, uh, Beds is doing in, in our region. So stay tuned. Come back. Adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312 312- Nine three seven three three seven five. Hello, I'm Cardinal Blaise Supich. I got my COVID-19 vaccination and you should too. It took just a few seconds and was painless. The Food and Drug Administration determined the new vaccines are safe and effective and the Holy See, as well as the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, has concluded getting the COVID-19 vaccine is an act of love of our neighbor and part of our moral responsibility for the common good. We have lived with the pandemic for many months, and I know we're all getting tired of it. Vaccination is one of the most important ways you can protect your health and the lives of those you love and help bring the pandemic under control. When it is your turn, I urge you to be vaccinated. And remember to do your part by wearing a mask, washing your hands, and watching your distance. Thank you, and God bless you all. Back for the third piece of today's program, Diaconia, a call to service, discussing with Deacon Bob Conlon and with uh, and with Tina Rounds, uh, one representing pads, the other representing beds, about the general issue of 
uh, homelessness, um, uh, needing needing shelter, and we've we've turned our attention to to Tina and the, and the great work that that Beds is doing. Now, Tina, just before the break, we started to get into uh, y the phrase you used was an expanded footprint, um, and that's uh, an, an increase in variety of of services that that, that Beds is is offering. Am I am I reading you right? Yeah, we, we, like I said, we, we started in the business of sheltering and we've um, expanded to a full spectrum of service that includes prevention activities, providing uh, financial assistance and stabilization services um, to help mitigate all the negative effects of homelessness. Um, so we'll provide financial assistance for rental arrears, utility assistance, you know, um, to keep people from becoming homeless. So that's a big part of what we do. It's about a third of our budget. And then we also have um, a, a whole profile of permanent supportive housing, including, um, you know, properties that we own and manage and then contracts for scattered um, either Section 8 voucher services related to those vouchers or um, permanent supportive housing where we provide the services and there is long-term rental assistance in, coupled with that. So we find that that full spectrum of service helps meet a greater need of people that are on the cusp of, um, are literally homeless, and those that would be most likely to return without more intensive services. So I'm, I'm guessing, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but just the uh, the gathered experience, the accumulated experience of, cumulative experience of folks working uh, with beds is seeing that uh, the task is not finished by simply providing a safe, warm place to sleep, but there's a whole array of, of, of things that go along with the, the reason why a person might need uh, that, that sheltering. I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you're, you're saying that it's a more complex issue than simply a lack of a place to sleep. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of complexity in the underlying issue that brings someone to homelessness, mm -hmm. you know, um, as we had mentioned earlier and had been mentioned uh, by my colleague, you know, there's uh, mental health issues, there's issues related to poverty, income disparity, um, affordable housing, uh, there's family and intimate partner violence, uh, you know, there are racial disparities that, you know, find themselves, uh, particular communities are more likely to become homeless. Um, you know, and then there's disabling conditions, health conditions, um, and mental health conditions and issues of addiction that prevent people from working to their full potential and getting the income that they would need to be self-sustainable. Now, how does a person uh, who is troubled in some dimension or family or friend, acquaintance, how do they know, how do they connect up with you, uh, with, with BEDS? Um, you know, uh, we work within, like I said, a network. Um, we're part of a safety net that is, you know, includes the faith communities and includes your local parish. So anyone who is um, struggling or knows somebody who's struggling with homelessness should really connect with their local faith community, their local municipality, connect with their local school district. We're going to have um, the information for that local uh, safety net service. Uh, the safety net services with homelessness do connect and uh, parallel things like the library system or, you know, the police station. There's one in every community. It might not be totally obvious to someone, but there is a safety net service assigned 
um, to your community or your neighborhood. And so going to those trusted um, institutions will will lead you. Um, but, you know, BEDS, as you had mentioned, our website is www.beds-plus.org. Um, you know, people, we have a location in LaGrange and in Worth uh, with, with walk-in hours, even through covid um, and all that information is available on our website. Okay, all right. That's no, good. <clears throat> no, I'm getting sig- signals that we've got uh, less than a minute left, and I, I want to ask uh, two questions. Number one, if I am interested, if I'm listening to this, how, how do I what, – what's the best way for me to connect with you if I have a heart to, to help uh, physically or financially? Is, is it the website? Is that, is that a good connection? Yes, it is. You know, volunteers and donors help in two particular ways. They're either hosts of some sort, so they provide some sort of hospitality component, or they do some kind of advocacy. So those are the two main ways we, get, we have people get involved. Okay, and I hear our, our theme music uh, rising to a crescendo in the background. Uh, Tina, uh, thank you so much for uh, being here with us today, speaking about beds, and Bob Conlon, uh, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you, Dave. Uh, and uh, Bob in connection with uh, with PAD. So uh, you've got the websites. You can connect up that way. I'll put them in the show notes uh, if uh, if you didn't take it down while you were listening. So it's it's there. Uh, thank you both, and may God bless you for the good work that you do. Thanks, Bob. Thank Thanks, you. Tina. Take